Hi, good afternoon. Uh, I'm very thankful to be here again. In fact, it's the sixty year, sixty year, and uh, I just like to uh, show, show some of the <coughs> slides where in I've been there. Thank you so much, uh, PPAs, for truly the support, the prayers, and uh, for the past six years. I have been uh, very blessed and uh, go back to the Philippines. I've worked here in Singapore for four years as domestic helper. Before, <clears throat> when uh, I went back, there are only seven or eight adults in the church. <clears throat> Sorry. But because of uh, PPH and helping me go back to my own people, I was able to, uh, we were able to gather or reach out to the community. So <clears throat> have the church activities, plenty of church activities like prayer meeting. At least uh, 10 people come every Friday night, and then we pray. And then weekly meeting, churches, church leaders, uh, Tuesday evening gather at my house to uh, have the discussion or meeting or for the church. And uh, Sunday worship, at least 30, not seven anymore. At least 30, 30 brethren come to worship. Uh, the 30 is composed of children and youth. Yeah, so God is so gracious and so faithful that uh, the members uh, came and uh, we <clears throat> and we are trying to reach out also for others. The summer camp, uh, we have, last year we have uh, two summer camps. One in Baguio City, we're in the 16 uh, sponsorship, kids sponsorship joined and 12 youth uh, in Kiangan, in, in our church. So we had a bonfire. When we go to Baguio, we also ask some of the youth to join us to go. So at least uh, 18, two non-sponsorship joined the uh, camp and uh, we have the DBBS we're in the PPH uh, mission team uh, involved so some of the youth who uh, led the team are here so they know they know we prepared I have to say something of this we prepared for uh, 40 to 50 uh, craft or the preparation is only for 40 to 50, but the day arrived, 70 to 80 people arrived. So we have to, uh, we a uh, little bit panic, and uh, we have to pull out some of the youth. Uh, instead of uh, being a student, they assisted the PPH team. So all in all, thank God, we're able to. Uh, they did very well. The PPH team did very well. Okay, the kids really enjoyed and were all asking, are they coming? Where is Joshua? Uh, where is uh, James? Yeah, so they were asking because they ran around Joseph, they ran around and uh, play with them. They have clung to them. So they're uh, uh, Christopher, yeah, all the, the guys. Uh, because they are men, the kids, the kids uh, climb to their arms. Yeah, so, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, if you remember, uh, Charles and Kendrick, they're waiting for the men to go there. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Bible studies. Because of the CCI program, we're able to uh, have Bible studies in the houses. These are the new Bible studies, but uh, uh, previously we have already four. And then uh, we stopped because they're already coming to church. And then we started again some uh, Bible studies. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. This is the Christmas celebration. Last December, we had four Christmas uh, celebrations. All in all, the 50 were able to uh, uh, share the gospel. Children's ministry have a separate uh, Christmas program, the youth group, and uh, education and sponsorship have another uh, Christmas program, and the church all in all. So it's a nice thing to gather all the people, even the non-church uh, non uh, members, we can invite and uh, share the gospel to them. <clears throat> children ministry. Uh, this children ministry is, uh, we have uh, work with the local government. So there's a teacher, not uh, from our church, but... Uh, our purpose is that uh, in every time they gather, we can share the gospel, and even the parents come to the church. So uh, it's a, an opportunity so to talk with them, share, counsel, I for myself, because it's, the church is near my house, so I can talk, share uh, the daily life or what's happening every day. And the children, uh, every fifth of the month, we go out. We go out. Uh, the children is 10 years old and below, so... Once a month, at least, I will gather them and we go out. We go out for fun, birthday, something like that. Have more fun. Okay. Yeah, that's me playing with that little boy because he pulled me and asked me to teach him how to play the breakthrough, that boy. And the youth playing the table tennis. Yeah, that feeding program. That boy sitting, it's a feeding program. And this one is the youth ministry, that's the feeding program. Uh, youth ministry... <coughs> Uh, Brother Journal, our young pastor in the church, is leading the youth ministry. So they, every Saturday they come, we play. We play, just play. The one they are, what they are doing in the floor is a thousand pieces puzzle. So we come, just come, uh, have bonding, the fellowship, have fun. Yeah. Uh, is that film viewing? And then that's, we call that a boodle fight. Just bring food, put the food. In the table, uh, on the table, and just eat with our hands. Just have fun, fellowship, funding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank God because uh, with help of PPH, you are able to <coughs> complete the upstairs room, that one on top, and then we started the bathroom and toilet. When when I went back in the Philippines uh, in 2009, we were. Uh, we had uh, the building is uh, temporary, but now we have our own building, legal, the land we own already, and the, the, it, it's uh, registered in the local government. So thank God because of PPH, uh, gracious uh, and uh, faithful how do you call it? prayers, we were able to put up uh, our church building. Livelihood, CCI program, livelihood, pressing flowers. Continue the 20 families benefit with this. This woman is a, an encouragement to me because he, she's a cancer patient for almost uh, 10 years, but she's very strong and still 
hoping and uh, still believe in God that uh, <clears throat> uh, she can uh, outreach, she can still help people even if she is sick, if she's doing the flowers, drying the flowers, but still she's used by God. Yeah, and uh, she's also my prayer partner. Yeah, I'm very thankful for her. <clears throat> Education uh, sponsorship, 16, and uh, last year, the sponsorship, the, youth pe- the young people help run the program. Very active in school. Yeah, one of the that's, uh, livelihood odorless pig racing. Uh, this year, I started uh, five piglets. And uh, our, our purpose for this is to share or to disperse some of the piglets when the time comes. So I have to keep one. I started with five. I have already three. Then I have to sell the two more. And then I have to keep one for the mother pig. So out of this mother pig, I have to... Uh, the mother pig will have piglets and then disperse. And so to help the families for uh, more income or uh, also because it's a livelihood, uh, meaning I can go in, uh, in their families, in their houses to pray for them or because of this I have to share the gospel. Uh, so it's a venue or it's a way wherein uh, we can reach the families. Okay, that's a prayer. Uh, thank God for his goodness. He's uh, really, uh, he's, he's here. Uh, we have to uh, pray for the, please pray for the KCC family. I always uh, request this because in our place, we still, there are all still people who believe the uh, rituals, the traditions. So it's animal, animal, uh, worship, yeah. So the, uh, the old people still uh, practice the animal, animal worship. We call it pagan, pagan uh, practice, yeah. So, and the summer camp on May, please pray for the team preparation and also for the completion of the toilet and bathroom. And we plan to start the kitchen. Please pray for the CCI program to be a real blessing, yeah. And also for the community to avail and uh, for, yeah, okay, for the wisdom and strength for the church. And I understand that uh, the young people are having a salt and light. I just want to share a, a testimony, being a light and a salt. As for me, uh, for the past years, uh, in, in this journey, in this journey of la- called life, uh, I've been uh, in this uh, life for almost 30 years, almost 30. And I can testify that God is faithful. So when you say salt and light, meaning you are having a difference. You have to have a difference, or a, uh, meaning uh, something like, in my family, uh, I started... <coughs> I started uh, to stand just uh, like a mother, like a mother. I mean, second family, but because of uh, poverty, yeah, because of poverty, I have to go out from the city. And then I, I learned, I, I, uh, I came to know the Lord when I'm in the city. So 
because I have Jesus Christ in my heart, I have, I have also the, the desire that my family have uh, to know the Lord. So my prayer is that if I will go to heaven, how about my family? How about my family? So I really pray, I really pray that uh, my family will also uh, go with me because I know that heaven is a, a nice place or a beautiful place, it says in the Bible. So after, uh, after more than uh, two years, uh, I went back. I went back to my hometown. I went to back to my uh, uh, family. And even if uh, I don't know how to share, all I know is they will also must know Jesus Christ. They must also know Jesus Christ. So for uh, God's grace, they didn't, uh, because we are a solid fa- Catholic family, so, uh, I didn't know how to share. All I know is I will just tell them that Jesus loved them. That Jesus loved them. And thankfully, because uh, they didn't uh, argue, they didn't, uh, have the, we didn't conf- have the conflict, and uh, they, they believed, they, ac- they accepted. Yeah, they accepted. So, we, I have, uh, we are six, and my parents also received Jesus Christ. And uh, that, that passion or that uh, love gave me, gave me the fire. And until now, it really pushes me to also share to others. Because if I know that I will go to heaven and these people will go to hell, then uh, it's, it's something like, what did you do? Have you done something? And so even my neighbors, sometimes it's hard. It's not, it's not uh, easy out there. Sometimes it's lonely. It's not uh, easy. But because of what God did to me and what God put in my heart, I have to, I have to share. And uh, I say it's hard because your neighbors don't understand everything. I don't, they don't understand everything, what you are doing. But still, you have to, you have to stand. You have to show them love. And uh, uh, don't, don't attack what they are doing. Or if they do the pagan practice, just pray and then uh, share. And if you go to their house, just uh, if you don't eat the meat, just uh, sh- eat something, even if you don't eat the meat. Because uh, sometimes when they offer the meat, even you know that it's o- they offer the meat, then if they say you eat, then uh, your conscience say don't. So try to just eat something, not to offend them. So just simple as that is showing or you're, having, you're showing that there's a light or there's your assault, not to offend them. Yeah, so there are many things, many things in everyday life. You can be a light, you can be a soul. And uh, for me, my mother... She's old, 75, but still I have to show that uh, uh, I can be a salt. And many times she won't understand, but still you have to be a light or just show, showing that you love, you love your mother. Yeah. And uh, my father passed away 10, or 10 years ago, but still I have, there are setbacks, but I still have to show love to my mother. 
Uh, that's one thing of the bitter things happened to me. But still, being a Christian, you have to show love. You have to show love. And the challenge is, it's not easy, but we have to go on. We have to press there. Okay, thank you. Okay, so Madeline works in Ifugao, and Charity works in this place called Abra, which is not many people have gone to. <laughs> we will let her share now. Just now we were laughing. We were laughing with Mads because I borrowed her spectacle. <laughs> Mine is not working. It, uh, this one dropped and I can't find it. <laughs> Like that. So, uh, good afternoon. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are very thankful for uh, to God and also to PPH for sending a team to Abra. Uh, they did a very good job. It was a break for on my part. So, uh, I sat there and relaxed. <laughs> I let them do all the work. Um, Joe was there, Joshua, Kathleen, Valerie, James, John, and Chris went to Abra. So I will not be, uh, what Madeline is doing in Ifugao is the same as mine. But the only difference is that I don't only work in the church, but I also work with the community, with the rural health unit. Uh, we formed a um, group of people who will, we train them on health lessons and also on spiritual lessons. And uh, I'm thankful that God provided one pastor uh, to help me do the uh, health, uh, spiritual lessons. This uh, group of people cannot do Bible study because they are not yet believers. And in the school, I teach also uh, a values lesson, Christian values in the school. I teach the 7th grade and 8th grade. So uh, I just want to share to you what kind of uh, youths we have in Abra. In, in my village, um, youths as young as 15 years old, especially young boys, they are, they are already smoking cigarettes. And young adults also as young as 21, 22, they drink uh, liquor. And when they are drunk, they, uh, they disturb the community, uh, something like that. And so it is... Uh, it is heartbreaking to see all the youths uh, doing like this in my in my village, and uh, also the the influence of the cell phone. Uh, instead of be, becoming a blessing to them, it is becoming a problem, uh, uh, creating problem, especially on the young girls. Uh, are you familiar with this text mate? You don't use this in in Singapore, but this is very uh, very. <laughs> well known in my uh, uh, place. Text mate means uh, they uh, they have relationship. They can have relationship with uh, using cell phones. They they send SMS uh, and the boy can court the the girl through cell phone by sending all the uh, beautiful words to the girls until the girl fall in love with the boy, and and that creates that. In that only, they can have already a relationship. And when they meet, they can do 
or different uh, things like that. And when the girl got pregnant, the boy leaves the girl. So uh, that is also a struggle uh, young people are facing in my village. So I said, how can I be a salt and light to these youths that I am uh, uh, ministering to? You are so blessed because you have Joanne. Uh, uh, <laughs> Aaron and all your kuya here who are uh, uh, spending time with you, praying with you. But in my village, so little Christian influence. So, uh, so when I see them uh, in the canteen during school break, when I go to the canteen, I see them smoking, and I cannot scold them. They might say, who are you? Or something like that. So I just say, uh, it, and it in a nice way that I say, you are spoiling your good uh, look. You are good looking, but you are doing things like that. It will, it's not good for you. So some listen, some don't. So <laughs> that's it. So uh, as an encouragement for you, as Paul encouraged Timothy in first. Timothy 4.12, uh, do not let anyone look down on you because you are young. That be an example in faith, in love, in purity. So uh, that is, I am leaving that an encouragement for you. No matter what age we are in, uh, it does not matter. What matters is what we, we show, what people see in us. Let's uh, continue to, your good works also, if nobody appreciates you, do good anyway. If nobody sees you, do good anyway. It is God who sees us, and he can use us uh, in school, in work, in church, to be a, side, uh, to be a salt and light for him. Uh, please pray for the work in Abra, especially, for the work, uh, especially with the youth. It is really my desire that youths will come to know the Lord. In the church, there is in the church where I am attending, there is only five youths and children, seven children. So they are still growing in the relationship with the Lord. Thank you. Oh, oh no! I've got a picture summon already. <laughs> oh no! I'm not prepared, are you? But anyway, thank you, uh, Chad and Mats. I don't know uh, how you feel after you've heard, uh, especially their sharing. Uh, 2014 I was my first visit to Ifugao and Abra. That was when I first came back um, from China. Uh, I returned, okay, for those of you who do not know, uh, <laughs> I think most people would know, I lived seven years in, in China. Um, in the northwestern part of China, and I served there as a, as a missionary and teaching. And um, not our involvement in ministry nature is very different, but 2014, I came back, and, and then uh, since then, I've been with church. And one of the tasks at hand was to understand, as a church here in PPH, uh, what is our involvement in terms of our involvement in the area of missions, right? We're talking about missions today, and here we are... Um, it's especially, you know, each time when I see, uh, and the first time when I met Mats and Chats was during the staff retreat. Yeah, staff retreat. And that was when I realized that here in PPH, in our home ground here, one thing that we've done as a church is to see people who 
have come through, uh, who've lived here, and now they're going back to their own home in Ifugao. Mats, actually, uh, she, was a do- she mentioned she was a domestic helper here um, in Singapore for four years. And then later, God, uh, while she, when her time was here, you know, the Lord put in her back the burden to go back to her own people, uh, to serve among her own people. And, and so is Chad, you know, they, they came here, they worked for a while. You know, I have a Filipino my br- a helper. My, it's not my Filipino helper, but my brother has a Filipino helper. They have been, she's been with my family for 15 years. And, you know, it's not easy for them to actually make this decision to not work in Singapore and to go home. Simply because working here in Singapore and then um, a lot of domestic helpers, the life of domestic helpers, they are such that they are able to work here and then, you know, they are able to do a little bit more things when, uh, with the money that they send, with the time here in Singapore and stuff. But our two sisters have made a choice for Jesus to go back to their own peoples. And uh, Mats have been living and serving in Ifugao for at least about, how long now? Six years? Six, seven years or more? Yes, about seven years because I've been in China for about seven years. So she must have gone back for about six to seven years. And, um, and when I was there, uh, 2014, when I visited them, and uh, to go through the terrains, I think some of us, who, who's been out there to Ifugao and Abra? Quite a number of you, yeah? Yeah, you know. Joseph is half a Filipino already. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So what, what I felt really, what stirred me is to see that when a life experiences blessing from God and that life wants to go back and bless. And I think that is the example that the Lord Jesus has left for us. You know, he came... Um, this is Easter. We are in the period of Easter. You know, the greatest missionary ever alive that is for us to learn from um, our model, our teacher, is the Lord Jesus Christ. He came and, you know, he taught us, lived among us, you know, um, left the glory of heaven and came and became a blessing. And today, he left with you and I the commission, the commission to go preach the gospel, you know, and bless others just as you have received the blessing. Um, those of you who have been to Ifugao and Abra will know, you do not get to sit in an environment like this. It's uh, steaming hot. <laughs> anyway, never mind. Yeah, and, and when you go, you realize that the, the world is so much bigger. Our God is so much bigger than what you think or you can ever imagine. We have a trip coming up that is, uh, yeah, it's up there. The dates have been fixed from 14 of May to likely the 1st of June. Um, yeah, because you will spend about 10 days in Ifugao and then another 10 days or so, I think, uh, there are about 8, 9, 10 days in both places, of which you have to do quite a bit of traveling. I think last year the team already experienced the amount of traveling that is needed. Yeah, and would you do it again, Val? Would you do it again? Ah, if you could, you would. Wow, that's the kind of answer I like to hear. Yeah, um, and I want to say, if you have, if some of you are not sure, you know, if you think, if you think you uh, have, 
the, the trip is still open. We are still looking for people to... It's still open for, for registration. Yeah? So to come and support the work that our missionaries are doing in Ifugao and Abra. And uh, these are the, some of the, the trips that we have laid out for uh, the year. And um, I think the later half of the year... From August onwards, I think there will be another opportunity to go to the Philippines, but it may not fall within your holiday period. Yeah. So, but I do want to say that it's not a question of age. It's not even a question of where you are, uh, you know, how young you are or what you're doing and things like that. But sometime in your sometime, right? If you have the opportunity, I would want to challenge all of you to go on at least one mission trip. And I want to say, I mean, Jules, yeah, she's Juliana, she's, this is her, you know, she, she's been traveling the world, she knows. And yeah, but she, I'm sure in her life as she travels, she can, she can uh, if you talk to her, you can see that when you have the opportunity to be involved in where, what God is doing, what the Lord is doing, you realize that um, it would challenge your perspective about who our God is. It would let you think deeper about what life really is all about. You know, sometimes when you're growing up here in Singapore, you know, we have our experiences, we have what defines us, what makes us. But young people, do not let your circumstances and your life and your age be a hindrance to what God and how God can use you. Because our God is so much bigger than what you think or even imagine. Some people uh, go on a trip for various reasons, you know, uh, because of friends, because of uh, maybe it's just holiday, they just want to go and do something. But at the end of the day, uh, when we avail, God will make you able. Some of them went on a trip, never spoken a sermon before in their life, you know. But I think it's their first sermon. <laughs> and then uh, those who were like, yeah, so things like that, they were like, oh my gosh, I cannot do this. But, you know... Um, it's not a matter of whether you can do it or not. But the Spirit, you know the Bible in the book of Acts tells us that when the Holy Spirit comes on us and God empowers us to do His work. When you go out there and you allow the Holy Spirit to take you into those places, empower you, I tell you, you'll be surprised. You will really, really be surprised. And how God can use you, what you will experience, it may not always be the super high because there will always be other experiences that you will feel, you know, um, being bitten by, I think Crystal was like, wow, bitten big time, you know, from like mosquito bites and don't know what thing and I come back all red, you know, <laughs> things like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, you, you experience all kinds of things. You go to the toilet, it's like, oh, no toilet paper. <laughs> Very simple things. And then you realise, oh my, you know, uh, how, how your life is just uh, very different. Yeah. But I do not want you to think about mission trip is just uh, going out to experience and then coming back and then your job is done. Sometimes in today, uh, what I would like to encourage you is that, you know, missions is not about going on a mission trip. You come back and that's it. And some people also think that uh, uh, you need to be very special to be a missionary. You don't. I mean... No, right? You look at the three of us, we're not very special people, we're just ordinary people. <laughs> we're just ordinary people, you know? 
But we believe in an extraordinary God. We have a faith that uh, we want to, you know, tell the world and to live a life. And there are other things, you know, in the area of, um, of being what, what it means to be involved in the life of giving, in the life of missions. But right where you are here on home front, you know, I mean, we've talked about what's going on in Abra, what's going on in Ifugao. We would like to spend some time and pray for them later. But what about here in Singapore? There's lots of opportunities here, you know, in your schools, in your home places, you know. Uh, friends who, who just need to be encouraged by your life, who needs to know that there is a God out there who is real and who loves them. And uh, this, uh, I mean, church has organized many opportunities. There is, uh, I mean, in, I think, May, August, there is an opportunity to go out and serve our foreign workers' ministry. Home front, there are many, many opportunities. You know, you're in Singapore. There's no lack of opportunity. You just go down on the weekend to Paya Lebar MRT station and you can see all the Indonesian and Filipino workers all there, you know. And there's so many opportunities for you to just go out and, and talk to people, um, friends or whoever about the gospel. And um, I understand, Joanne, that you guys have gone through a series about what it means about being salt and light. And uh, yeah, about sharing, about sharing the word of God. So, so basically, um, let's just... It's actually very simple. It's not rocket science. It's, not, it's really not rocket science. And um, today, as we maybe want to... Uh, let's do this. Where are the musicians? Yeah. Just, just uh, maybe let's just take some time. Um, as I said, I'm not super prepared for this, but I just want to, to yeah, just uh, play... What songs do you have? Okay. I mean, I just, just want all of us to just take some time with God. Okay? Uh, and in your own way, you talk to God. When the Lord first put the desire on my heart, I was only 12 years old. 12. When God spoke to me to be a missionary. How old are you now? Huh? 12. Whoa, dangerous age. <laughs> You see, yeah. No, 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 I'm not saying that God's calling you, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but when the Lord spoke to me when I was only 12, then I wonder, wonder, wonder around wilderness, you know, when to do my own things, experience my own excitement in life and what I want to be and da da da. But then somehow, you know, the Lord never let me go and I'm here today serving God. So take some time. We will sing the song uh, Our hope is built on nothing less Okay yeah. Just let them minister And just take some time And be in the presence of God Can we do that? And ask the Lord to Ask the Lord to just give you uh, A heart That is for you know, for your family, for your friends, for people who do not know him. What does it mean? Uh, is there somebody that he, a name that you can pray for? Spend this time. Pray for a person. Ask God to speak to you about your life. How he can use you.
Or is it to go on a trip? What is it? You know, let's... Come church. Oh 
about the Father's heart for the lost. God, you, the, yeah, you, throughout this period, Lord, um, this is the time, Father, we're reminded why you came for us. You came, Lord, you paid it all, you gave it all, you gave it all, you gave it all to the point of death on the cross. And today we serve a, a, a God who is alive and resurrected for us. Father, I just want to really ask that you just come and speak to each and every one of our young people here before and, and trust that God that you can use them. Lord, and use them, you can speak to them. God, we pray that Lord, you will just come and show them, Father, in their context, in their schools, in their families. Hear the cry of their hearts. Lord, you are a lot bigger than what we think of you or even imagine. Just come and put, Lord, your strength upon each and every one of my brothers and sisters here and show to them that let no one truly have any reason to look down upon them because they are young. But they can be an example in faith, in love, in purity. God, in, and even in, um, in yeah, that Lord, that you can establish them while they are at this age for your glory, for your purpose. May you speak to them. So we thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name. We want to invite our missionaries to come. You know, missions is uh, about going, about giving, about sending, and also about praying. So, I just want to invite you to just come and uh, circle around them. Church, just come. And right now, um, you know, yeah, where, where they are, you know, each and every, um, just come as the Lord leads you. Just come and pray. Pray. Pray for our missionaries. They need your prayers. Whether you, you know them, you do not know them, you know the place, you do not know the place, they, you've heard what they shared today, you know, you've heard their heart, just bless them. Bless them. Pray for the work in Ifugao. Pray that God will establish the church, will establish it to be strong in the community programs, that lives will be touched, um, the gospel will be reached out through Mats and the church. That's right. Just, just pray in your own words, in your own tongue. Just release Release the prayers of heaven into the ministry. That's right.
you, Lord. Father, we thank you just for our sisters, for Madeline and Charity. And God, we are just um, struck by, by the kind of uh, sacrifice and the extent that they go just to obey your call and to be faithful to you. And so God, we ask, would you be the faithful God to them? God, would you anoint them and equip them with all that they need to do your work, God, in Ifugao, in Abra. God, would you send along so much encouragement and support and resources to help them in, in their work. God, would you be their Jehovah Jireh and provide for their every need. God, would you bless them with every spiritual blessing and every physical blessing as well. And God, we ask that Holy Spirit, would you come and just transform the community in Ifugao and in Abra. God, we ask that your name will be lifted high in these two areas, that God, you will be exalted, that God, hearts will be transformed, lives will be changed, that God, people, many, many people will come to know you, will come to worship you, that Father, really, you will grow the people in the community there. And Father, we pray, God, that, that would you just really bless the work of their hands, would you bless the work of Madeline and Charity's hands, that Father, as they sow and as they invest so much into the community, into the people there, Father, would you allow them to see fruit as well. That God, as they sow, would you allow them to reap as well. That God, all that they sow will become a harvest of righteousness. That God, you will really use them powerfully to be salt, to be light, to transform the people around them. That Father, you will raise up many in the community who will be followers of Jesus Christ. God, would you come and just pour out your blessing, pour out your power and your love and just change the spiritual atmosphere in Ifugao and in Abra. And so God, we want to bless our missionaries. We thank you for their lives. We thank you for their examples of faith. We thank you for how really they are obedient to your call and, and how they have um, just given us so, given up so much just to obey you and, and follow you. And so God, we ask that you will bless them. God, as a church, as brothers and sisters, we want to stand beside them and, and just bless them and support them. God, would you send them so much encouragement? Would you be their rock and their help and their deliverer? Would you encourage them every time they are tired or discouraged Father would you send them so much help and resources and, and, and just your blessing God and so Father we bless them in Jesus name we pray Amen
Alright, here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going we're to show you... Oh, thank you, Jared. AV Maestro. Um, we have some, some prayer pointers here uh, for the work in, in Abra and in Ifugao. And um, you know, the first time I met uh, Charity was in Staff Retreat last year. And she's like, she's so small and cute, right? And she's like talking about how she's like wrestling with the pigs and like, I don't know, doing what to them to, to yeah. And, and so um, she's really hero level. <laughs> but so let, let's pray for them. Let's really pray for their work there. Okay, so let's just form groups of twos or threes. Um, the, the prayer points are here. And let's just pray for, okay, so, so come on, organize yourself. You can, you can sit on the chairs and in our air-conditioned comfort hall and <laughs> pray, for, pray for the work there, okay? Pray for the work there. Yeah, yeah, the floor is fine as well. Okay, so there, there are so many things that they do there. Um, Chad does this thing called community health education. Um, she works with the schools. Madeline has all these animals in her house and she um, you know, she basically like passes the church. You saw the you saw the church building, right? It's ongoing. I mean, sit here and be thankful for this aircon hall. Um, yeah, so let's just pray for the work there, okay? They have education sponsorship, they have um, Sponsorship kits. Just pray for pray for um, our missionaries and pray for the church there. Pray for all the ministry and the work that is there. Okay, so let's pray in twos or threes. And this is part of missions that some go, like our two sisters, and some send. And we support in prayer as a church. We support them in prayer. We stand together and we support them in prayer. They basically, they raise the pigs and then they give the pigs to the community as, as a form of livelihood. So let's support the church. Support the work there. Let's pray that through all this work that the gospel will reach the hearts of many, that good news will change lives.
Okay, if we're done, we can rise. We're going to close with a song. But before that, uh, Daryl would like to share something. Hi, guys. Uh, so, in September last year, I think a bunch of us went for a mission trip to Indonesia at IBC. And, like, I think it was the... It was the night time and we were having the youth service. And, um... Like, after the service, Joanne shared lah. And after the service, like, the, during the altar call, everybody was like, there was, like, a lot of people crying and everything. And, like, I just saw a lot of hurt in their lives lah. Like, like, they were all crying, their spirits were all being poured out. And, like, they had such a big fire for God. And they, but they still faced, like, so much pain and everything. And I was, like, just wondering, like, why are they facing so much pain and hurt? And it's not me, right? I mean, like, I get to sit in some aircon room every day and all I can worry about is what I'm eating for lunch and everything. What they have to, like, worry about. What are they doing? What, what's going to happen tomorrow? Do I have enough money for school and everything? And, like, I just, I just, it just struck me and I started crying. And I went to one side and then started crying. And then this IBC worker just came up to me. He prayed for me in, like, Bahasa Indonesian. And I had no idea what he was saying. But I said three words in English, and it was, God is good. And it really struck me that, like, despite these times, these, like, hard times and everything, that God is still good, and He still loves, like, everybody, and He's, like, He still takes care of those, like, His lost sheep, uh, and, like, we really see that in IBC as, like, everybody moves. And, like, I just want to say, like, I mean, we, I guess, like, my problems, all I can think, can think of is my problems and everything. But, like, I don't see how much God has blessed me and how much like God has loved me and how much I should be I should be more of praying for others than praying for myself. Like I keep on saying like, Oh God, can you help me with this, can you help me with that? But I don't I don't think of like how I can pray for other people. And I I really believe that we all should like open up our hearts and open our minds just let God fill our hearts that we should just bless others uh in how we can bless others. Even the smallest act of, like, kindness, I believe it can, like, even, like, buying tissue paper from the uncle at Tiong Bahru, it can really, just, like, help him. So, yeah, that's what I want to say. Amen. Let's stand up. Let's just all come to the front. like what Daryl shared and, and as, uh, as, as the missionaries were sharing just now it, it just struck me that you know, the, the 15 year olds who smoke uh, that, that Chad was talking about and, and, and even like the pagan, pagan people that Madeline was you know, th- th- who are her neighbours that, that God loves them just as much as he loves your unbelieving friends and your family that all around the world, that God's heart is for, for, for people, that Jesus came to earth to seek and save the lost. And, and so I want to remind us that really the Great Commission is the Great Commission and not the Great Suggestion. That it is a call 
and a command. You know, Jesus said, therefore, go, go and make disciples of all nations. And that is what Madeline and Charity are doing. That's what our missionaries are doing all around. And that's what we can do as well every day in our schools, that we go and make disciples of all nations. We go and we spread His love and we, and we preach the good news and say God is good in every situation, whether in Batam or in Philippines or in Singapore, that God is good. We're going to sing this song and, and um, let's just think about that. You know, the Great Commission. Jesus says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. And so let's, let's really just offer our lives to God and say, yeah, God, for the sake of the world, would you come and change me? Would you come and work in me and use me for the sake of the world, for the sake of your name, for the sake of your glory? So let's sing the song. Oh 
Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Church, it is our call. It is our call be salt and light. It is our call to take His word to the nations, to go and make disciples of all nations. I don't know if you if you know, but in our church we have sent out many missionaries. We have missionaries in in China and in Philippines. And um, Bernie's has just gone to Chiang Mai um, for three months to to undergo training in missions. Um, we have people in in Batam and. In, in, in all, all over the world and, and, and I really pray that, that you know the Holy Spirit will stir in our hearts today a heart for the nations and, and if, if you know if God is speaking to you if, if that is something that you're interested in you want to find out more you can always talk to Pastor Sharon you can talk to me you can talk to your CGLs let's be seeking God about this and not all of us will be called to leave Singapore and, and go to another country but it is the great commission we're all called to preach his word to be salt and light to make disciples wherever we are placed and so when you go back to school on Monday you're in your class you're in your school in your CCA that is your mission field most of you you know your, your role right now is, is, is still to be a student but you are also in a mission field and you are called to take His light 
to that field, to that mission field. You are called to be salt and to be light. Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. And I don't know if some of us feel like, oh, I can't, I can't. And I mean, you heard what Pastor Sharon said. They're all ordinary people, right? Sharon, Madeline, Charity, they're all ordinary people. But they responded to the call of an extraordinary God. And Acts says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses wherever you are placed, wherever you are placed. And so let's go. Let's start a new week. Go back to our mission field. Be salt and be light for Him. I'm going to close by praying for you. Let's just stretch out our hands. I'm going to pray for each of us here. Father, would you raise up a generation of people who will take your word to the nations. Father, would you raise up people whose hearts are tender and broken and compassionate for the lost just like you were when you were on earth. God, would you raise up people who will be willing to respond to your call to be salt, to be light. Would you raise up people who will fulfill the Great Commission. And God, we pray that wherever we are, God, wherever we are placed in our schools, in our class, in in our CCA group, in our families, wherever we are placed with our friends, God, would you help us? Would you give us your power that comes from the Holy Spirit, your power to be salt, to be light to you? Would you give us your power because we have none of our own? Would you give us your power to shine your light into the darkness, to shine as stars, as, as stars in a crooked and depraved generation to bring your light into the darkness wherever we are. And so God, would you raise up a generation of people who will be committed, raise up a generation of disciples to the extreme who will take your word to the, to the nations who will pray for the sake of the world, burn like a fire in each of us for the sake of your name, for the sake of your glory. Would you strengthen us Would you empower us? Would you send us out for your glory? So God, we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, go and have a salty and shiny week. And we will see you next week. CG.